there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort. And Casino here on a Football Friday. Busy three-hour show coming up in an hour. Drew Butler, former kicker at the University of Georgia on the program today. Very good. He's 11-4, and four, by the way, in his one Circa Millions contest uh, that he has. He's also very good covering the SEC. Likes to talk about gambling. We'll have him on in an hour. Adam Shirtoff with player props in 90 minutes. And Chuck Edel, professional sports better, coming up in two and a half hours today. It's uh, going to be 9.30 Eastern time, 6.30 Pacific right here on the show. A lot to get into. We'll uh, run the gamut of games for week four in the National Football League, and we'll start by recapping what took place last night. Of course, we are a gambling network here, but we are also human beings, and uh, that was a tough watch last night with Tua, and we certainly hope the kid is okay. I've never seen that before in my entire life. 
the uh, what is it called? The fencing reaction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mama mia! Uh, and you just knew right away. I mean, when when they this was happening in real time. I'm at my house watching the game, and when his thumb went back like that in real time, I'm like, uh oh, this is not good. And then Al, Uncle Al actually noticed it too, when he's like, this is uh, okay. We're gonna go to commercial break. But then they showed different angles of it, and I'm like, it was way worse than I first saw it. A lot of people were bothered by how many replays they showed. Yeah, and for how long? It, right, right. I asked Mike Pritchard last night. He played nine years in the league. He's never seen that before. Last Thursday, last night, last year on Thursday, we had the Kansas City game with Parham, the Charger tight end. He hit his head. He was knocked out. He's straight up like this. Yeah. His arms are straight out. But the fencing with the fingers, Pritchard, he's never, never seen that either. Uh, but that's, you know, listen, we live and breathe. We all watch the game Sunday. Okay, this is ridiculous, and there's an investigation that's going to get serious, and uh, people might lose their jobs. But we watched the game Sunday. I couldn't believe he went back in the game. They, they allowed him to come back in. He gets up. He has no idea where he is. He's wobbly. He tries to get up to walk like a toddler. He falls right back down. Yep. Oh, you're good. And it's not 1972. Rub some dirt on it. Go back in there. So now it's another concussion four days later. This is ridiculous. Yep. And then to pretend it didn't happen. And and, and for Al and and Herb Street, not to mention it till the fourth quarter, and they don't even talk about it at halftime, about what happened on Sunday. Gonzalez, it's part of the game. No, it's not. No, that's not. That's not part of the game. That's. Uh, I mean, it's just. And, and you know, by the way, you have. I, I'd like to know what is in Richard Sherman's contract. Oh God. To be a broadcaster on Thursday night, and I went and I, t- I tweeted this out. I recall. I have a memory. Six years ago, he called Thursday night football a poop fest. His words. Exactly the word that he used to describe it, right? And then so there's a reason, many reasons why he doesn't like playing on Thursday night. He ran down the whole list of it, and then he's broadcasting Thursday night games. There must have been something in the contract that says, Richard, you cannot criticize this. You're going to be part of it now uh, on yeah. one day of the week. Or that and or his cell phone was going off like crazy last night after the two of things saying, Richard, you're going to be tight-lipped. You can't, you can't go off right now. We know that you hate it in these, these spots, but don't, don't go. Don't, don't, don't take that path. I'm telling you, Paul, something had to have been said. Yeah. Had to have been. How do you completely ignore what happened four days ago? His whole thing back six years ago was this isn't right because of player safety. Correct. You're asking the guys too much to go from Sunday to Thursday, and the risk of injury goes up. Uh-huh. And then here's a guy who was who was concussed Sunday, and they oh, go, you're fine. Go back out there. And they and they bring up the back. Oh, his back's hurt, his ankle. And he's out there playing, and then uh, another serious injury. Yep. So Twitter was, uh, well, it, had, it was filled. It was littered with. I think, like, professional neurologist last night. And there was one gentleman who made the rounds. This is before kickoff. And he goes, let me tell you right now, the Dolphins are making a gigantic mistake. And he said, there is no chance Tua should be on the field in this game. Here you go, Chris Nowinski. If Tua takes the yep. field tonight, it's a massive step back for concussion care in the NFL. If he has a second one, which he did, that destroys his season or his career. Everybody involved is going to get sued. People could lose their jobs, coaches included. We all saw it, and we, he's exactly right. And so now this is going to be such a big story today, over the weekend, next week. Who knows how long this is going to last? But they completely botched this, man. They really did. Because yep, And, yep. and I, I liked the back and forth last night from journalists who were like going uh, on social media, kicking around the, the video. At what point, at what point does Tua actually go, oh, my back, last week against, against the Bills? Not for a single second does that happen. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He's following. He's fa- uh, falling down like a toddler. He yep. can't keep his balance. He looks like he's drunk out there. Right. And that was exactly. after his head got slammed off the ground yet again. Yep. It's it's just like it happened. You're watching what happened, and they're still lying to you. Like no, we all saw the video. That's not. It's not the back. 
He never once looked at the reached for the back and said, "Oh my God, what happened there?" No, it's the head. Number one, there's no need to do it because you have a serviceable backup and a veteran in the league who will look pretty good. Number oh. one, number two, he's your franchise quarterback. Number three, I don't know what happens now. I mean, when, when does he come back? When's it safe? I mean, if you can't, you have to protect the player from himself. Yeah, I'm the warrior. I'm going back in there. Right. But if the doctors fail and get an F like this, and the whole team and the organization, he never should have played last night. It's no. ridiculous. No. After what happened on Sunday. But again, it was all over Twitter, too. We all watched the video, and you had no idea where he was, and he can't even stand up. No, he's completely lost. So, you know, how, how serious were the ramifications moving forward? I don't know. But again, I, uh, the schedule's easy coming up, but does he take a couple weeks off? Does he take a month off? Well, I'm, I'm I imagine mean, if there's going to be lasting and lingering effects with this, too. And uh, that's, I mean, it's just a fiasco. It's just, it's an abomination what happened last yeah, it night. It is. It is. So he flew back with the team? That's what they said, yeah. Went back to the hospital. Uh, they realized he had a concussion, was good to go on his own. Well, well, is there going to be talk of him actually not even missing a game? You imagine that? Now they get the quote extra rest coming up, but yeah. how, he's got, he's got to miss at least a week or two. Has to. How's yes. that going to be for a look? I know. Back to back weeks <laughs> where he's completely knocked out silly for the most part, and you're going to rush him right back there to play on the road against the Jets? No, that can't happen. Ongoing investigation about what went on too Sunday. You know the NFLPA will will be all over this as well. Oh, for sure. Oh, the the PA uh, is just going to be... It's going to be a hound's breakfast for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, the Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel on if the Dolphins were sure Tua was okay to play. Yeah, otherwise we would have... Reported him having a head injury. I mean, that's that's why the NFL has these protocols. Um, and there's not, like every single NFL game that is played, um, there's an independent specialist that specializes in the specialty of brain matter. So, um, yeah, the, um, for me, as long as I'm coaching here, um, if there's in, uh, you know, I'm not going to fudge that whole that whole situation. If there's um, any any sort of inclination that someone has a concussion, they go into the concussion protocol and it's very strict without, without, um, yeah, if people don't vary or stray, we, I, we don't mess with that, never have. And I, as long as I'm the head coach, that will never be um, an issue that you guys have to worry about. Well, here's the message today. You better not. <laughs> yeah. You, you better not because this is very easily detectable. Man, I, I don't know. The whole know. thing stinks. Yeah, it does. How do you, I, I, I couldn't believe you went back in the game Sunday. I couldn't believe it. No. It, it just, there's, there's no symptoms there or no lingering effects after he doesn't know where. You, you, you nailed it. He no. was like he was drunk on the field Sunday. No, go, go out there and play. Sure, come, come on. on. Hell, we need the game. It's four days later. Course. Four days later. Okay. Yep. I, I dare you. I mean, and I tweeted out the photo last night, and there's only one reason for that. It's because Amazon Prime kept it on his hand. Yes. For 30 seconds, twice. And I'm just like, if they're going to do this, okay, I'm going to tweet it out because his. I, I've tried to do that now. You can't do that with your fingers. The positions his fingers were in, his thumb is all the way, it's like crooked this way, and then the index finger right. goes in like this, and the middle finger is like, you can't, I can't even, I'm sitting here trying to do uh-huh. it with my other hand, yeah. and I can't do what his hand was doing last night. Yeah. That's how awful that situation was for him. Oh. Yikes. I hear you. Yeah, I know. Teddy looked good, though. I thought Teddy played well. So did I. And considering what, because when you see something like that, I mean, you forget about the game when the stretcher well, comes out. E- even but, when he talked about it afterwards, Teddy's like, I-, I didn't know what, I mean, I had so much going in my mind. Yeah. It's like, hey, get out there and play. Go, oh, okay. All right. Um, and he did. And, you know, it is, it is, uh, 
kind of funny that on the field here for a second, when Tua really underthrew Hill on that long bomb mm-hmm. by a good probably 10 yards, Bridgewater comes out, and what happens? Kind of hits him in stride. What do you throw that, 60-plus yards in the air? Yeah. So he has better arm strength than Tua? I mean, it's visible? Same game? Yeah. And actually throw it deeper than him? And the interception was miscommunication, too. It was. Which is going to happen. Can you believe that the uh, coaches were settling for all the field goals last night? I cannot. Although there there are major issues with the Bengals near the goal line. Well, the running game, period. Oh, yeah. Right. Running on every first down and getting nothing. What are you doing? That's McVay again. That's a McVay guy with Taylor. But, you know, you can throw the ball on first down. But fourth and goal from the one and, and fourth and goal from the two were kicking field goals? I cannot believe it. But uh, one of the reasons why I didn't think there was going to be a Super Bowl hangover with this team is because they addressed the entire uh, offensive line. And I like Joe Mixon. I own him like in several you know, fantasy leagues. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of him on the field. And uh, there, there are no holes for him to run through. I know people want to point to him and say this guy shot. Uh, his you know, expected yards per, per carry are not close to even being league average. So he's like losing a step. I, I, did you watch the game? Did he have holes to run through last night? I don't, I don't think he really did. I mean, as soon as they're at, at the goal line, yeah. it's different because it's going to be like jumbo and the defense is going to be prepared. He, had, he didn't have an inch at the goal line. Mm-hmm. The other thing, if Howard, Howard's hurt, why is he on an island there? That's terrible. And it's a good call by you as well, but come on. If the guy's compromised with an injury, why is he on an island there for an easy touchdown? Yeah, that, that was, was stupid. You're not going to get an easier long touchdown than come that. Come on. No? Yeah. So, anyway, that's a, a doozy for Thursday right. night, isn't it? I don't know. I, I, how long is he out? How long is Teddy the guy? The, the schedules, as we mentioned yesterday, some winnable games coming up. Strong, uh, tough at the backloaded schedule. I don't know what happens now. Yeah, but, right. but certainly Ted is, Teddy's won some games in this league, though. Sure. Kick off the football season with Bear Rivers Online Sportsbook. It is your go-to book for every line, boost, and spe- uh, special lace-up for week four with Bear Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance. And their offers every single Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs. And if it loses, get your stake back. As a free bet, up to 25 bucks, wager on any player to score the first touchdown in Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. Win-lose coming up next, including this uh, massive series that we have as this team shook things up tonight. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hockey's almost here. We kick it off in a week, and uh, hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. Andy McNeil put together the VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide, available now. Strategies, best bets for the season, in depth analysis, predictions for teams, players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch, plus three new things every new NHL better should know. It's a must have. Hockey fans and people new to the NHL and uh, new betters. Give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right. We'll begin this hour talking some college football. Drew Butler joins the program. Played at Georgia. Was a two-time All-American. Played in the NFL for a handful of years as well. I'm told he's still good from 60 on a good day. Yeah. Uh, and he's also <laughs> the host of the Punt and Pass podcast with uh, former Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm. How are you today, Drew? Thanks for the time. Yeah, I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, fall is here officially. October this weekend, I'm fired up. This is big. It's a huge... I mean, this SEC schedule, although I think the card nationally is outstanding, but the SEC is so deep this year with so many good matchups, and we're really going to get that to begin the month of, month of October. Can you see, like, a, a, we, can some team shock the world? Can Kentucky beat Ole Miss outright? Is Arkansas going to give Alabama a game? Can they have a chance to win it late? Can maybe with A and M misstate your thoughts here on the SEC card this weekend? Yeah, the SEC card obviously is stacked this weekend, starting right at noon with number seven Kentucky going to Oxford to take on Ole Miss. That line is is interesting because Kentucky's obviously touchdown dog, having been a top ten ranked team, and then Alabama Arkansas a year ago. What a matchup that was. Uh, I'm looking at that Texas A&M Mississippi State game, but the LSU Auburn game sticks out to me as well. LSU playing a lot better now under Brian Kelly. Auburn's been turning the ball over at such a rapid pace. It's amazing that they've actually won three games. So I would circle that game. A lot of chatter down there about Bryant Harson and his coaching future on the plane. So could they win upset, technically speaking, LSU and Harson stick around for a little bit longer. It'll be a great weekend of action in the SEC. Well, you gave this out when you came in studio about old Miss with the win total over, you yeah. pointed to the schedule and the offense has been great here. Uh, and what they did last week, 
you're right with the point spread, but if they win this game, we could be looking at 8-0, and and ain't no start for Old Miss. Yeah, we talked about it this summer. I mean, their early schedule alluded to the fact that they needed to start off strong, and they actually started games really well, too. I mean, they, they blew out Tulsa in the first half last week. That's why all those fans left the stadium, and then Coach Kiffin had to say yeah. it looked like a high school game <laughs> when they ran out of the tunnel coming out of the second half. It won't be like that this weekend. I mean, that place is going to be rocking. It's a nationally televised game a top 15 matchup. I would expect Ole Miss to still start out fast, though. I know Chris Rodriguez is back for Kentucky, but I still have a lot of questions about Kentucky and big game spots. I, I really do. You look back historically in the Mark Stoops era, especially with Will Levis. Yeah, of course, they beat Florida a couple weeks ago. Yes, that was a, a big win for Kentucky. I like Ole Miss at home here. I, I really do. I think they're going to get off to a fast start, and I'm not sure Kentucky's offense has the firepower to keep up with them inside Vaught mm-hmm. Hemingway. Yeah. Yeah, good points there. Uh, we're both surprised by this. We agree, rather. But not only is Miss State favored, but they're taking money. And I, I think this is the game type of game that Leach gets beat and loses. But maybe it's anti-A&M with this gauntlet they've had to go through with App State, Miami, and then the Arkansas game. And now you have to go on the road and take on Miss State. Who do you like in that game? Yeah, I mean, the Arkansas-Texas A&M game last weekend was just wild. Uh, That field goal, and with it being in an NFL stadium and the uprights being taller than your typical college football stadium, it's it's wild how that game ended up. But Mike Leach has familiarity with Texas A&M, relatively speaking, from his days at Texas Tech. Starkville's a tough place to play. The Cowbells are for real, and A&M is in a true letdown spot, like you just said. They've played that gauntlet. They've showed that they are certainly vulnerable with losing to App State. You know, with Mississippi State as the home favorite, Mississippi State's taking the money. Do you do you fade the trendy? I mean, I, I don't know where to go with this game specifically, but in a big game spot, I would probably lean towards Texas A&M's athletes on defense. I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get from a Mississippi State offense. You probably drop eight, rush three, put the game in Will Rogers' hands and and make them beat you with what you would expect through the air. I would lean towards A&M with the points. I don't know if that's going to be the square side uh, before kickoff on Saturday, but I like Jimbo Fisher. I like A&M in that spot. I think they can stay focused and Starkville and get the job done. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Drew Butler is our guest, a former kicker at Georgia and in the NFL, and he's the host of the Punt and Pass podcast with Jake Fromm. Bama right now laying 17.5 on the road yeah. against Arkansas. Arkansas coming off. Uh, man, that, that, that had to hurt to lose to A&M like that. They should have won the game. They did not. And now they got to bounce up off the mat and take on Alabama. Um, Alabama's not been great on the road going back to last year. What do you think of this mm-hmm. point spread? It's a huge point spread, obviously, and I hate looking back on last year, right? Last year, this game was a shootout. Alabama won 42-35. to I don't know if the hangover hangover effect is going to be real for Arkansas, but think about what happened to Arkansas a year ago, right? They start off hot. They get into the top 10. They lose that game to Georgia, and then the wheels fell off. I thought last week would be a great opportunity for them to say, hey, this year's going to be different, and it probably should have been. Can they right the ship and keep this game close or perhaps beat Alabama? I think that's too tall of a task. Bryce Young threw for 560 yards and five touchdowns against Arkansas a year ago. Alabama has covered three games this season, albeit against lesser opponents, of point spreads of 40-plus. That's crazy. Now, I know they haven't played that well on the road. I think Alabama, now getting into the SEC schedule, has figured out kind of who they are. I know they don't have the same weapons as they had last year on the perimeter. But I would lay the 17 and a half here. I think this is a true hangover spot 
for Arkansas, and Alabama is ready to rock and roll in the SEC. We've seen uh, NC State pull m- many upsets at home. Do you trust them on the road to uh, keep it close and maybe uh, surprise Clemson? You know, NC State's not afraid of Clemson. I found this fascinating. This is the 87th meeting between these two teams, the first time ever that they're both ranked in the top 10. NC State beat a top 10 ranked Clemson team last year. They beat Clemson in Death Valley years ago when Clemson was at the top of their dynasty. Uh, It seems like Hurricane Ian's not going to be as big of a factor as maybe it was expected earlier on in the week, but probably a sloppy field, college game day. I think this game might be lower scoring than people might anticipate. I liked what DJU did, putting the team on his back a week ago to get that overtime victory against Wake Forest. Clemson's defense looked a little suspect. I think this game's close. I would take the six and a half with NC State. Wouldn't be surprised if NC State was uh, was able to win this game. This is a huge spot for Devin Leary to say, I'm for real, NC State's for real. And you know, Clemson hasn't covered a game since week one against Georgia Tech. So yeah. I would lean toward NC State here. So anytime that you want to bet Iowa, doesn't matter really who they play, <laughs> where they play. It's a hold your nose game. Your friends might want to talk you off the ledge, actually, when you're, gonna, when you're ready to fire on that ticket. However, it is a house of horrors for top five teams to go to Knick and yeah. play. I mean, going back, I think it's like since 2008, I want to say. Has it been good? I mean, they have one loss that was by two points, and that was to a loaded Penn State offense, by the way, with Saquon Barkley. And others, and we saw Michigan last week after playing that super easy schedule filled with cupcakes until they played Maryland. They struggled a little bit against the Terps. So this number now is um, still, what is it, at uh, 10 and a half, 11 uh, on mm-hmm. the game? Too high for the Wolverines? You know, I think so. It's J.J. McCarthy's first ever road start, too. I, I mean, I don't know if that's been talked about enough. Michigan's quarterback, Kinnick Stadium, is going to be rocking and rolling. And as you just said, Iowa 5-1 and one in their last six home games against AP top five ranked teams. That's unbelievable. And they beat number two Michigan in 2016. Jim Harbaugh never won a game inside Kinnick Stadium as a player or a coach. Look, I know Iowa's offense is anemic. It's abysmal. But they've got the number one ranked total defense in the country. Going back to J.J. McCarthy's first ever road start, I think 11 is just too much here. I would hold my nose, close one eye, and take Iowa plus 11. Okay, there you go. (laughs) We have to get an NFL play because you're 11-4 and in the circuit contest. What's your top NFL pick? Yeah, Clint Bowling and I, we've got a team in the circuit contest. Clint Bowling, former eight-year NFL vet. Uh, we're 11 and four right now, so we got to have a big week here in in week four. Uh, we like the Raiders. You know, Raiders are oh. in an absolute must-win spot at home. Uh, 0 and three, obviously. So they're one of our plays. I was just listening to you guys in the segment before we jumped on. You gave us a little bit of worry about some Falcon stats because we like the Falcons at home too against the Browns with a lot of injuries on the Browns. Um, and then I'm trying to talk Clint into the Vikings uh, on on mm-hmm. Sunday morning in London. I like Jameis Winston, if he plays and he's turning the ball over, I think the Vikings, if Dalvin Cook is healthy, they can run the ball, slow the game down, um, and take care of business in London. What's that uh, top of your head? Do you know the number on that Vikings game in the contest? I think it's two and a half. Vikings uh, laying two and a half. Okay. Now up to three as well, so there's a little bit of that. You guys like the Falcons. I was considering the Falcons with a play on my my card this weekend as well. Why Why did you like them originally? You know, coming home, uh, I, I we've been covering the Falcons a lot in Atlanta. I, I like Arthur Smith's demeanor. Um, you can get a sense that this team has a lot of faith in the locker room. They should have beaten the Saints, right? They should. They gave a great run against the Los Angeles Rams. They played two playoff contending teams and gave them both really good runs. Stayed out west, 
beat the Seahawks, tried to give it away, but they got the victory. You get to 2-2 two and two against the team like the Browns, led by Jacoby Brissett, who are dealing with a lot of injuries. You start to kind of get that momentum inside the locker room and say, okay, we could actually make something out of this 2022 season. I think the total before the season was six or seven games. Um, I like what the Falcons are doing. It seems like they're kind of finding the identity of who they are. And Cordero Patterson, man, oh. number two in the league in rushing. Look, you can run the ball in the NFL. You have a chance every Sunday. Yeah. Are you guys also in Survivor? We are not in Circus Survivor, but we're in a Survivor still. I think it started with about 130 teams, and we're already down to like 18. Yeah. Well, that makes that makes sense mm-hmm. then. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Drew Butler again, and uh, get the podcast, Punt and Pass podcast with former Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm. Love talking to you, man. Good luck this weekend. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. Yeah, be good. Thank you. There you go. Drew Butler, two-time All-American at Georgia. Imagine A&M gets beat. Then you take on Bama, you'll be three and three. <laughs> With all that talk about the money in NIL and all this talent that they have, and you're paying your coach $100 million, they'd be three and three because they're not beating Bama. No. No, that's not going to happen. No. Oh, boy. There's going to be some serious regret there. Although, give there are, much there's money. already buyer's remorse. Probably. Yes. But we'll touch on the three afternoon games coming up on Sunday. I have a hell of a stat when this team is a big dog, but does it mean what it used to? This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go to book. Every line boost, how special, lace it up for the parlay insurance and touchdown insurance offer every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. BetRivers.com or download the app at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Okay, here we go. Our buddy, friend of the show, joins us twice a week on Tuesdays, early bets, and then a look at the other stuff that he's added and is still on the board here during this time on Fridays. Adam Chernoff is the voice of the Snipple Handicap Podcast, where you can get wherever you listen, download, and uh, subscribe to your podcast, and also Covers.com does a great job with the uh, halftime shows with what he likes to look at for the second half. Um, so you, you, you maybe hinted at this on Tuesday that it could be ugly this week. Well, don't, it doesn't get any uglier than this bears giants matchup, uh, that we have. What did you decide to do with this game, Adam? Yeah, I, I've been on the show now for three or four seasons. I seldom, if ever have said, let's just, as we go through these, take it a little bit easy from the betting side, because it is slim this week with all the injuries and so many things back and forth. Of the games we're going to talk about, by far my favorite for Sunday is the Chicago Bears. They're getting a field goal. Um, I don't believe that the Giants should be in this spot laying this big of a number with the current state of their skill position players. Yesterday morning was really kind of the tipping point for this. And as it stands right now, the wide receivers for the Giants are going to be, here we go, (laughs) Richie James, David Sills, Darius Slayton, and then whatever is left of Kenny Galladay. And so to to me, putting that team on the field, laying a field goal against anyone in the league, especially when you're the Giants that yet you're two and one on the season, but you haven't got out to a lead against anybody. And that was in much more favorable situations. That's just ugly all the way around for the Giants. And so without Tony, without Wandale Robinson or any sort of upside in these skill guys, 
that's tough. And the other name I'm keeping an eye on that still would probably going to make this number move a little bit is Leonard Williams in the middle of that defensive yes. line. He yes. didn't, he didn't, yeah, he didn't play against the Cowboys. Dallas ran all over them. Mm-hmm. And so without their best run stopper in the middle of that defensive line, if the Bears want to keep doing what they're doing and say, we're just going to run the ball, forget about the pass, well, that probably is going to work out pretty well for them with Herbert in the backfield if there's no Williams in the middle of that D-line. So we'll get that news a little less than two hours, about 90 minutes. We'll know for sure if he doesn't practice again. This is just too big of a number for the Giants to be laying. Okay. Now, do you feel the same way about Detroit? So this is uh, new territory for the Lions. Last 31 games, two wins by six-plus, and the numbers come down. Uh, they have a bad defense, we know that. But finally we're favored, covered against Washington. But now you don't have Swift, and you might not have St. Brown. What do you think of Seattle? There you go. You mentioned it perfect. That's like the role change that we're seeing with a few of these teams in these spots. So the Lions have been a very good underdog to a lot of people watching this show this season and last season as well. Now you're putting them in a spot where they have to go out, cover four points, I know the Seahawks defense is one of the worst units in the league. It has been terrible through the first couple of weeks. However, when you're putting trust in this Lions offense, if you're doing it this week to cover that number, to get out to a lead, to hold that lead and cover at the end of the game, you're going to be doing it without Swift. There's a chance you're going to be doing it without St. Brown. But the injury report goes further than that. DJ Chark practiced Wednesday, hurt his ankle, did not practice yesterday. E.J. Hawkinson was a limited participant yesterday after not practicing on Wednesday. And then there's three offensive linemen who have hit the injury report as well. So it's running back number one, wide receiver number one, wide receiver number two, tight end number one, not 100%, and a couple offensive linemen, not 100%. All of a sudden, you're, you're putting a lot of stock in an offense that's much weaker than we've seen it the last couple of weeks without some skill guys. Again, it's just this role change where you're taking an underdog that's been popular, putting them in a favorite position. As bad as Seattle is, it's just too many points on this one. Okay, so that makes sense. But now you have to sell me on the commanders here. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. This, this one's going to be tough work. Give it your best shot. It's similar situation, right? So the Dallas Cowboys, they make the switch to Cooper Rush after um, the Buccaneers' first half. Um Dak Prescott goes out. They end up scoring three points. Week number two, they're playing against the Bengals. They're a big underdog. They get out to a lead. That game gets a lot tighter down the stretch. All of a sudden, they, again, it's a good underdog that covers. Week three against the Giants on Monday Night Football. It was still the Cowboys in an underdog role against a very bad Giants team. And that was a game that was competitive and tight throughout. Giants had a lead in the second half. Cowboys come back. It's just a spot where now we're at, we're looking at this. We're saying, here's Cooper Rush and this Cowboys team. They were a good underdog back-to-back weeks. They covered for everybody, get really popular. Now they're the three-point favorite, and they're playing a Washington Commanders team that has done nothing the last two weeks to kind of push that Dallas price out a little bit further. And so I'm looking at this, and I'm with you. I'm like, Washington is a really bad football team. But are we certain about anything here that the Cowboys should be laying this big of a number to almost anybody in the league? I think it's getting pushed out a little bit too far, and I think maybe the Washington situation a little bit over-exaggerated. So it's kind of similar to the 
other two games we just talked about. Like these are not good football teams that I'm betting on, but they're playing sort of equally bad football teams and they're getting, I think, just too many points. So Washington, a- another really just ugly bet this week, but that is one that I think you can get too many points with. So they're getting a field goal. I think that's too high against the Cowboys. All right. In a game last year, that one of the big reasons the Chargers missed the playoffs, late in the year they went to Houston and got destroyed. Uh, I, I've been disappointed with Mills in the offense so far with Houston. I know you don't like the defense. It's a mass unit with the Chargers. All these guys hurt. Check the status of Jackson and Allen. But what do you think of uh, L.A. now uh, coming off the horrible performance against Jacksonville, laying five at Houston? Yeah, I think that performance last week for the Chargers really had an influence on this line because the Herbert injury against the Chiefs, when it happened, it was deemed obviously as the cartilage injury, but the sort of fallback from that from a betting perspective was Herbert's going to keep playing. There is a chance that he sits out next week, not because it's an injury that could get worse physically, but just because it's a pain tolerance issue. And so he obviously he didn't look himself, but the timeline on this injury for Herbert to get back to sort of full health or be in a playing state without having to grit through a lot was going to be this week as expected. And so this number came down off of the seven. It's now down to the Chargers minus five. But Herbert's a full participant in practice. He did everything yesterday because this was the expectation on when he would return. So he's in a spot where he's probably going to be as good as we've seen him on this game Thursday. Now, Keenan Allen is trending towards playing. J.C. Jackson, much more questionable than Allen. Same thing with Corey Lindsley on the offensive line. But I just, I look at this again, and like the numbers coming down, I think because of how bad Herbert and the Chargers looked, but this is a much easier opponent for them to face in the Houston Texans. They just lost to the Bears outright, who was just a terrible team we were talking about getting a field goal on the road at the Giants. This is also a Houston team. They closed as a 10.5-point dog against the Broncos, who we know is a very bad football team. Now seeing the Chargers within the division, this is an L.A. team that I think everybody knows, despite even some of the injuries, is probably a better team than the Denver Broncos. It's a huge disparity between what we saw the um, this Texans team priced at two weeks ago versus where they are now. But this is a Houston team, bottom three in offense through three weeks, bottom two in defense through two weeks. Everyone's moving the ball on Houston. I don't know why the Chargers with Herbert, who's going to be close to full health, can't move the ball again. I think this number's really short here at minus five. Should be back towards the touchdown. So I'll lay the points here with L.A. All right, very good. <clears throat> very good. You can follow. Go ahead, Paul. Follow the money. You got this. You're making it oh, no. through. <laughs> He's got it. Thanks a lot, Adam. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Simple Handicap Podcast, everything with Covers.com and uh, the openers, Brad Powers, and uh, everything they do with Covers as well. And uh, listen to the podcast. Boy, these a lot of those are some hold-your-nose games. I mean, this is these are some Well, he just dogs. rattled them all off, wow. yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I can't get over the Bears numbers. They've completed 23 passes. They've attempted 45. Fields has a completion percentage of 51%. Last week, their best rushing performance since the mid-'80s. Well, I think cause for concern. He mentioned the Williams injury. Dallas ran all over him on the Monday night game. So this is what Chicago does well. But this, some of these, wow. Incredible. I want to find um, Herbert to lead the league in rushing this week. You think that'll be offered? For sure. Part of the field? For sure. No, no, he'll be offered. Okay, yeah? Yeah, because Montgomery's been banged up. Okay, that's good. Excellent. Uh, Can't get there with Washington, but also... uh, 
the, the Charger game's tough, too. Oh, they'll do. And I know your guy Mills has been disappointed. No, no. He's, he's got to do a better not, job. Hasn't been good. And Pierce needs more carries. Okay, we will run this down coming up next. Um, is that a potential survivor play for you? Yeah. We'll get into that. Other options that you're looking at for this week. And also, tease up, tease down, or pass this week in the NFL. That's coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, time for picks. Horse racing plays from Express Bet Handicapper Jeff Siegel, both from Santa Anita. Sixth race, he likes the two. Whiskey Blue at four to one. Seventh race, he likes the one. First piece, four to one. Bet these races and more at first bet. VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up today. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. With wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. VEASAN.com slash horses. VEASAN.com 
slash horses. Good hour coming up. Win some, lose some. We'll recap what took place last night on Thursday Night Football in about 15 minutes. Chuck Edel with his best bets for the weekend in 30 minutes. And then our in-pocket plays a close-up shop. So the Sunday night game. I'm looking at books right now across Las Vegas. And for the most part, it's a pick between the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. I do see the Chiefs favored by one at a couple of different books. Uh-huh. But I'm looking beyond Las Vegas across the country. DraftKings actually has Tampa Bay favored by a point now. Yeah, I bet Kansas City earlier in the week, and I got a bad number, and uh, this is going to come back to bite me here, maybe. But I can't believe I'm saying this, but with a Tom Brady team, I have to see it before I buy in with Tampa because they continue to struggle so much. They have more turnovers than offensive touchdowns. Think about that for a second. Yeah, think about that with Tom Brady. So defense has been great, under machine so far, top 10 run defense. KC can forget about that, running the ball on him. But now you're getting Evans back. Julio, <laughs> Julio should play. Well, okay. And, and then who knows about Godwin, but this. Let me, let me run this down for you completely for the Buccaneers. Rashad Perryman did not practice Thursday. Hamstring. He was also out on Wednesday. Russell Gage remained limited. Is he going to go? Yeah, God. Limited, I guess, is a good sign. And he was a factor last week for the Buccaneers. Although they lost, Godwin did not practice. It was listed as rest. So that doesn't necessarily mean that he can't go, but he didn't go yesterday overall. Julio Jones was limited on Thursday. That's now back-to-back limited for Julio. But that's been the story of pretty much his entire career. So, again, is it going to be Evans and Cole Beasley? Are we going to get to Sunday night? It's like, look at this now, the inactives. Here you go again. He's not going to have guys to throw yeah, the ball to. Certainly possible. Right. Well, how concerned were you with what happened in Indy for the for the Chiefs? Well, they should have won the game. I mean, they had the ball inside the Colts' 40-yard line and much deeper than that. Four times, three points. Yeah. Total of three points. And then they handed them seven at the start of the game. Still should have won. Right. And then, the, you know, I, I think that was good. But the back and forth and the, the stuff with Bien-Ami, uh, you know, they're fine. But what was going on there with Mahomes? But this is... I would say this. I don't think it's going to look pretty for the Chiefs' offense in this game. Okay. I bet the under 47 and a half yeah. last week when they opened up. Good move. And uh, I just, this Buccaneers defense is absolutely legit. Again, you said you can't run the ball. I don't trust these running backs or the O line to open up anything and get anything going on the ground in this game. And also, this could be a spot where the Buccaneers, remember what Tyreek Hill did to them a couple years ago on the road when he had like 200 yards in the first quarter? Buccaneers got revenge in the yep. Super Bowl. I, I know that, but a regular season game, like this is going to be a spot. And I don't, you know, Mahomes will have games still, a lot of them, where it's going to be, oh man, this guy is humming. He's going to be the MVP, throws for 350 and four touchdowns. But there will be other parts that it's going to look maybe a little bit like last year. It's like, ah, Mahomes only has 228 and uh, he hasn't thrown a pass. That could be this game against the Buccaneers because it is such a good defense. You saw them against, uh, well, so far, they've played what, Rodgers and Dak Prescott, and those offenses did nothing in the two games. I don't, I'm not going to be surprised if this is, uh, a tough spot for the Chiefs in the game. I will give you this. Yep. Tom Brady, 7-2 and two straight up and ATS after a loss with the Buccaneers. Overall in his career, when he is listed as an underdog after a loss, 13-3 and three straight up and 15-1 and one ATS in his career. As a dog after a loss. I noticed that on Twitter uh, from Evan Incredible. Abrams. Again. Incredible. Yep. This is such a tough week. I mean, now what do you want to do with the Lions game? I have no opinion on the Tennessee Indy game. As you said at the start of this week, there are 13 games this week. We already had one. 
13 games where a team's laying four or fewer. Think about that. So this is oh, I have careful. a lot. Yeah, last week we had nine home dogs. Week one you had ten, what ten home dogs? Can I, and now okay. you got this where all the point spreads are like two or three, four. Let me let me bring this up too. It's a it's a conversation I had yesterday off the air with uh, John Goulet here at Vison and also Dustin, our uh, producer. And I know you said on the air that you love a game in the NFL, like you loved the Bears game a couple years ago. And I'm not throwing you under the bus for that, yeah, but you, yeah. you know whatever. It yeah. didn't happen to get there, but that's that doesn't matter. Yeah. How often do you really love a game in the NFL? I mean, in this league where numbers are so tight, I mean, it's just like, I don't, I mean. Aside? Aside. Aside in a game. Yeah. When you, because you can love a game in college all the time. I mean, especially early on in the season. Again, you're, and you're loving the number more than anything else or a spot. In the NFL, to love a game, I can't remember the last time I loved a game in the NFL. It It, might go back to when I was an actual fan of the Minnesota Vikings and I knew them. Because you watch oh, inside and out. You knew them inside and out. Mm. You listen to the call-in shows. You listen to the post game. You, you read everything that every beat writer's report on them. You knew that they sucked on grass outside. You knew they were awesome yes. at home. I mean, yes. it, was just, it was down every time they played a good team on the road. Housed. They play the Rams and Warner. They would go to the, Tampa. They could never win at Tampa. Yep. It was so much like that. Uh, but that that's a fair point. And a good question. I mean, you can really like a game, but to me, just like go all out and just. All week long, oh, this is absolutely, it's tough. I mean, because this sport is just, you have to basically predict the blowout, Paul. Remember, you always had that angle when Tampa Bay was in the elements. Was it 40 degrees? Uh, uh, until they. When it was under 40 degrees? Yeah. They, they couldn't win a game. And they won at Philadelphia, I think, in the NFC title game. Won, won a game at Lambeau once, oh. but that, that went on for a long time. Oh, there are certain, I mean, the green, the green Bay spot, going all the way back to Brett Favre, going to Minnesota. Yeah. It's been a it's been a nightmare for that team. Yeah. So, but it's, it's, to that point, I mean, like, all these games that are within four points. I mean, you could, and as our conversation went, like if you really listen to, you could hear one person make the side for the Colts, and it makes sense, and the other person could make the side for the Titans. You're like, yeah, okay, both of those. I could see either side happening. Tough. Yeah. Uh, how about how about uh, weekly props or any props that you like too? We just did. Uh, we kicked around highest scoring game. How about lowest scoring game? And you also have the teams that they put up well, every week too. Okay. Well, well, I mean, that's lowest scoring game: Bears Giants. What is that? Minus yeah, that's three dollars. Five to one. That's the favorite, right? Hmm. How about Cardinals Panthers at ten to one? Panthers can't do much on yeah. offense at all, and I know it's a road spot for the Cardinals, and they've been better there. But that that offense is not exactly humming either. What would be the game that would uh, shock you if it was the lowest scoring? We've had plenty of uh, surprises already. In terms with this prop, even with, with the Colts were fifty to one to score the fewest points the week they were shut. Yeah, out. boy, uh, I'll tell you, would okay. it be Jacksonville and Philly? The one that I can't see getting there with high odds. Yeah, probably. Okay, that's only fourteen to one. I need more than that. Well, um, T- Tampa's been right there. I was going to say they had a nineteen to three that cashed in the Sunday night game. They had the fourteen to twelve. I'd be and looking then, at it was three three with ten minutes left week two against New Orleans. So. Yeah. I, that that one caught my eye. Chiefs Buccaneers twelve to one. How about Commanders Cowboys ten to one? I can get on board with that. The way that this defense is playing right now, yeah. And again, Rush has been good, but are they going to go out there and score thirty eight against the Commanders? I'll take my chances on the no with that. That is a good prop. That's excellent. Now, how about teams? So we have highest scoring games, lowest scoring games. How about individual teams? And this has changed now because of the swift injury and who knows with St. Brown, but the Lions and Bills were both plus 750 for highest scoring team. Well, that makes sense. Now, now will the Lions win the game, though? That's something else yet. Can Geno Cook, can Geno go wild? Mm-hmm. They're 28-1. to 1. So they have to win the game outright. Uh-huh. 
and it would have to be a high-scoring game. And it's your, it's one of the top, yeah, it's the favorite. That would be a high-scoring game. Can both those things happen? I think right it can there. absolutely be a high-scoring game. And then can they outscore the Lions in a shootout? Can they win that game? Like, how many points do you think this week it's going to take? Because that Bills-Ravens game could be just bonkers. Well, these are great, these are great props. If the, can, right. the, can the Seahawks score 35? Is there a scenario where that yes. happens? There is, yes. Okay, well, then they're in play. Yeah. How about the Chargers? Uh, Houston's defense. Yeah, yeah, I had to go back and look at some numbers. Not and it's not okay. great. Yeah, that's 14-1. Uh, to 1. Cl- Where's Cleveland? Cleveland's 12. Good enough? Want more. Brissett's been great. Chubb, Cooper, that, I think, Atlanta I mean, couldn't stop Geno Smith. Well, I always want a little bit more, but 12-1 to 1 would be yeah. intriguing because, again, that, the, the Falcons games, by the way, have been super high scoring so far. The Browns offense is absolutely a machine at this point. I can't imagine, I mean, are the Falcons going to be able to slow down Chubb and Hunt, and then that's going to open it up for Brissett even more. Um, and with the I think that, that to me, again, that's a game that I, that total to me is going the other way. Mm. I don't get it. Big tickets every week, Cash, with these props. Lowest scoring team, New England's the favorite. Jets eleven to one, Washington, Houston fifteen to one, Tennessee's twelve. If you want a long shot, Colts, assume, yeah, Colts, Ravens, Atlanta in the thirty to thirty-five to one range. Chargers and Vikings forty to one. Could the Vikings be there? Team to score the fewest, lowest points. scoring team. Uh-huh. Saints defense has been really, really good. Again, that game against the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay had three points late in the fourth quarter before it got all wonky. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, uh, look, I mean, are you going to be surprised if that secondary can pick off Kirk Cousins three times? Yeah, you know, Dustin, if you guys have it, you can put. I think you might get something too for passing yards too. Because I, I took a slice with Geno at hundred to one with with these games. Who, who's with the blowout factor? I mean, with the most passing yards on Sunday, mm. Alan, your favorite. There's Carr. Wentz is twenty-eight to one. Matty Ice twenty-five. Lawrence, they could be getting blown out and throwing the entire second half, twenty-two to one. I brought that up with the Winston angle, although I don't know if he plays. And you got Murray Wilson, twenty-two to one as well. Hurts eighteen to one. Yeah, wow. At two fifty and well, a half a couple I, I, weeks ago. I might like Lawrence twenty-two to one even more. Yeah. You predicting game flow? Eagles have been so good in the first half, averaging twenty-four points a game, and they just abandoned the run. And Lawrence has got to fire it the entire time. Yeah. And but, it's got but, a pretty high yeah. total too. But how okay. kook, how kooky was last week? Right. Allen got there as the favorite for passing. But you had Herbert who led in rushing, and Smith led in receiving. Herbert was, I don't even, he, there's no way he was offered last week. He was part of the field. field. Yeah. Uh, win some, lose some is coming up next. We'll recap the betting action and take a peek at what took place on Thursday night football. Coming up here on Follow the Money. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.